0: Pirkei Avos, Aleph, Mishnah Vav. Yoshua ben Prakhya, Vinitei Harbeli, Kiblu Mehem. Yahshua ben Prakhya, Vinitei Harbeli, learn from them. Them is the previous Mishnah, Yosei ben Yochanan, and Yosei ben Yoeser. So this is again the continuation of the Misora. The next generation, the Zugos, the peers, there was the Avbaton, and the Nasi, with Yeshua ben and Vinitei Harbeli. Yeshua Imprachna Omer. Yeshua Imprachna says, l'cha rav. Make for yourself a Rav, a Rebbe. Better said, accept for yourself a Rav. Put in the effort to make sure to accept upon yourself someone that you will always listen to what he says, whether you understand it or not, and hear your he, Rebbe. And buy and by." Purchase for yourself a friend. The lotion purchase means sometimes it takes a little more effort and you have to do those extra things to make a good friend. Don it's called Adam lechavschos. And you should judge every person favorably. If you're being you lechavschos. Let's go back and explain each one. Asay lechav. Make for yourself a rabbi. Make for yourself a teacher. Accept for yourself a teacher. Sometimes it takes effort to actually do this. Because they come automatically. The Rambam says in Perish Mishnayas, even, even if he's not fit for you to be a Rav. Now, let's say he's not Moshe Rabbeinu. He's not exactly the greatest Rav in the world, but he's your Rav. Accept him upon yourself. Even if let he be equal to you, even below you. Right? What happens if you're a big Chacham and a big tzaddik, and uh, you're on the top of everybody? You also have to make a Rav, have to make up that there's going to be another one who's going to be your Rabbi who you will mishabed um, yourself, who you will subdue yourself and listen to whatever he says you should do. The Rav says, Rav Rav says, You accept upon yourself a Rav, a Rebbe, that you always learn from. In other words, it doesn't say, accept Rabbanim, Rabbis. It says, one Rav, one teacher. And do not learn from one Rebbe today and from another one tomorrow. Okay, even though there's a question on this you can ask, the Gemara says in Avodah Zarah, A person who learns from one Rebbe will not see a simon bracha, will not see a sign of blessing in his learning. That we explain as follows. That's in regards to Svara. regards to different understandings and angles in your learning. Of course, yes, you should go learn from many rabbanim and listen to many shiurim. Nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to uh, we say gemara or misara, it comes to your tradition, as to what you hold are the basic principles that you must get your misora from one rebbe, that you are consistently following that rebbe, and not that you pick and choose each day, which Rebbe, what's your Minig, what's your Misara, and as again, back to the concept of Misara, if we want to have the tradition passed down to us, we need to be consistent and have one direction that we go, and not keep on changing uh, our Rebbe. Rebbe, the other way is another good point. A person remembers better what he learns from a Rav than what he learns on his own. Learning by yourself is very good and very nice, but you remember it much better when you hear it told over to you by someone else, by a Rebbe. I just was listening to the uh, recent Aguda convention, the recording of it, and I'm not sure who was speaking, but he said that you need to have, the, 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 the subject was the importance of a kehila, the importance of belonging to a congregation, belonging to a community, and having a rav that you accept as your rav. He pointed out that the Khazal uh, the say, A person cannot see his own negoyim, his own uh, blemishes. This is talking about, in the time of the base of Mikdash, if somebody had a nega, he had a, a spot of teras on him, he had to go to the Kohen, and the Kohen would... Poskin would decide whether indeed he uh, he is Tommy or not, and he said this: a person was never allowed to poskin his own negaim. Even the greatest kohen goddle, the biggest expert in the world on negaim, would not be allowed to look at his own negai. He had to go to a second opinion to a different coin to get it checked out. So everyone needs a rav, and everyone is subject to possibly making a mistake because it's very hard to be. Um, objective. When you talk about yourself, you usually be subjective. To be objective and really look at your own faults is very difficult. You need a Rav, a be somebody else to help you with that. He made also the point that the current of in the world with the virus, with COVID-19, has caused a lot of people to learn how to do things... Um, Without the Rav, or without the kahila, people diving in at home, people are not necessarily calling the Rav. People can go uh, uh, online and look up any shayla, any question in the world, any shayla you might have. You really can research it some other way. You can call a Rav who is not your local Rav. And there have been inroads into this very, very important concept that we have in Kalal Israel. The Torah is to be passed down through a Rebbe. And it's for that reason, by the way... um, uh al-Pas, it's written, Mishnais and the Gemara, is not, it's very, very organized, but it's not in a clear way, the way you would write a book of, of laws. I mean, the Shulchan Aruch did that, and it still, it still did not, still didn't finish it. The reason why the Gemara is laid out the way it is, because they wanted you to have a Rebbe. It is basically impossible for anyone to be a self-taught Talmud Chacham. The Sheba al Paz the way it was written down and set up in a way that you must have someone to teach you, a Rebbe, to teach you how to understand what's being said and to get the Misarik, the tradition. There were three points in the Mishnah. The first Mishnah was, make yourself a Rebbe. The second point was, and, and acquire, that's a better word, acquire for yourself, a friend. I said, buy. But means whatever you have to do because it said the word "bar," because the Rav Rav, Batanur says even if you have to uh, pay for that friend with a lot of money and to give out on it a lot of money in order to acquire his friendship and his love you have to do it sometimes it takes a little extra and do a little more to keep your friends you might have to pay more physical money you might have to actually um, um give or, or be mevater and give in in the time when you think you're right and you should give in anyway because you want to keep your friend it's very important and he goes on and says but by a rav it's not shy to say the word it's not relevant to say the word kenei by because a rav is supposed to teach for free really supposed to teach Torah for free and uh, the whole discussion about how we work it today that we're paying the Rav with the Rebbe or the teacher for his time or whatever how that works it out but really Torah itself is given for free and it's after really very important because once the Rav becomes a uh, an employee of the congregants who can be fired or criticized or reviewed at any time the whole thing is broken breaks down the whole concept mis- of Misara the Rav can say whatever he wants, and say whatever needs to be said, I really should say. Whatever needs to be said is said, gets lost, because the Rav is always worried about what are they going to say about me, public opinion. And once you have that, that's where leadership falls apart, especially seen in our world of democracy, where leadership is based on the whims of the people, and not necessarily on what is right. Um, rabbi Yonah said, also further on this, you should also buy the friend with a soft mouth and to entice him to make sure that he's happy with you to keep him as a friend. And Vedayona says the three things, three reasons a person needs to have a good friend. Number one, for divrei Torah, to learn. Number two, for mitzvah, to help you do mitzvah. Number three, for etzvah, for advice, when you need advice. The last point of this Mishnah from Yeshua and Prakhya was um, done. It's called Adam L'Kav You should judge every person favorably. The rabbi explains. when you see your friend do something, and it's like on a scale. Two sides of the scale. You can't figure out if this person did something right or something wrong. From his actions, you don't know. If he's a Rosh or he's a Tzadik. He does something which you can judge either way. L'Kav Chos l'kaf chobah, favorably or unfavorably by a regular person. It's a miros a special mail for a person to judge him favorably. And that's talking about an average person who it can go either way. Now, if he's, however, if he's a rasha, if he's clearly that mm-hmm. he's established as a wicked person, then Murtunan is permitted to danam kafchov because you know for sure he's a Russia. Of too many you do. That's not always so clear. You have a lot of people have a lot of different ideas. about what's Russia, but that's because it says in the Gemara on Shabbos on Sadi Zayin, one who accuses innocent people. Look at He's hit in his body. Means there's a curse on him. This that implies. In fact, it says those who accuse kosher people. It implies that one is "Hachoshed one who. Um, accuses wicked people of doing things that are wrong, is not, is, does not get this curse that he hit in his body, and therefore it's permitted. So if, three levels basically, Chavz explains, it's also a person who's a real super tzaddik, everyone knows he's a tzaddik, even if he would do something which seems very questionable, we must on him, we, we have a chiyof to, uh, to judge him favorably. If he's an average person, I can go either way, he does you know something good, something's bad, then is a medias cast it's a special myla to judge him favorably of course it's a mitzvah to judge him favorably. However, a Russia, the other extreme wicked person, you can judge him the because you know clearly his actions are my We are talking about at the extreme, um doesn't mean that uh uh just because he doesn't uh, dive in your shoulder or agree with your opinions he's a Russia. But you're talking about somebody, you know, let's say, uh, 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 uh okay, I can't get names. But somebody in history who's, who's clearly a Russia, that is, um, the person you could tell in the comments, Khov. Finally, at one point, I heard this from my friend, myself, a friend, a uh, friend um, that is called Ha Adam Again, it says there, she judge is called Ha the person l'Chavtchos favorably. The person you must judge carefully. Why is there a Hey Hayedia? The person, with every person is like a book, and just like if you if you're reading a book about someone, and you opened to the middle of the book, you should not be able to understand really all About this person, you'd have to read from the very beginning of his life to the very end of his life to understand him, and then you can judge him. So, likewise, we see a person and he's somebody do something, and we think we understand what he did that it's wrong, and we're sure we understand, but he's a book. You gotta look at him and look again, and look again, and maybe you don't really understand, you really understand why he did what he did. It's an interesting story, actually, um, in Chicago in the Shiva called. Uh, First 3, I think it's called. They have an innovative concept that they have in a mashkiach for an elementary school. And they appointed a mashkiach over the elementary school. That's what it says, Joe Solomon's idea, I think, I believe. And his job is to uh, work with the boys to understand what they're doing. One day there was a boy who went and he pulled a fire alarm, sent the whole school running out into the street and uh, the fire engines came. It was a, a, you know, an exciting experience for some people. And... Oh, you know, he was in big trouble. Watch out, you know. He, he, why did he pull that fire alarm? But the Mashkiach, his job is, I'm the first, the first line of defense. He went to the, took the boy and sat with him and talked with him and talked with him a little more and talked with him a little more until he discovered that this young man just found out the night before that his mother is very, very sick. She was diagnosed with some machlav, and she's very, very sick. And then the next day he pulled the fire alarm. All of a sudden, the whole story looks a lot different. All of a sudden, okay, he's suffering, something's wrong, let's try to help him before we punish him. So, in this yeshiva, it's a wonderful, beautiful idea that the first stop, somebody does something, we're not sure why he did it, the first stop is the mashkiach's office. Let him try to figure out what's going on with the boy. Then, if needed, he goes to the health. He can get punished. He's a consequence. It's all very good and important. But it all has to come with a seder, that first Thursday, I try to figure out what's going on inside and why he did it, and then we could deal with the proper consequences. So it's very important to remember this, to have it done, judge the entire person favorably, and don't never be quick to jump to conclusions when you see someone doing something.